Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Jeremy Ubroff. I'm here with uh, Greg Dix and what up, my co-elder. Greetings, dude. A rare, Greetings, a rare, yes. yes, rare sighting, sighting an instance, dude. Jonathan Goodman. Yeah. He's the guy we've been talking about. It is. It is a little more difficult to get over here on Wednesdays, but uh, <laughs> hang on a second. I don't think we can hear you. One second. To be fair, Johnny lives like you know way across Colorado Springs. I live in my uh, there we go, splendid sprawling manor in the woods, sweet forest. Yeah. yeah. So again, thanks for joining us. Again, I am just so we could do the reintroductions for our podcast. My apologies. Uh, this is Jeremy Ubroth, pastor of Mayus Road Reformed Baptist Church. This is Greg Dix, deacon of Mayus Road, and my co-elder. Jonathan Goodman. Good to be here. There we go. All right. I think we got the official. <laughs> Am I audible? <laughs> yeah. We got the official introductions in. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, sorry about the uh, the focus there. Um, Jonathan, Lord. here's what's great, bro. <laughs> as much as you hate being on camera. Yes. When we're speaking, just so for everybody in the room, I am basically the production manager here mm -hmm. so That's when true. when uh when i'm when we're when greg and i are speaking you'll be blurred out for the majority of the time isn't that nice that's nice that's yeah nice. see that <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> yeah he this guy hates being on camera so i figured what i'm i'm pretty scary in uh what is it? it's not hd anymore right it's like 4k ultra we what what k are we at this is know, this bro. is 6k many, but many, we are recording LED, it. dude that's oh, what I have we are else. recording at ultra hd <laughs> oh my words so, yeah, uh, yeah yeah matter of fact we're streaming at 1440p for those of you guys maybe looking at johnny going this guy looks familiar you know if you've seen the uh <laughs> the uh jeff well apologia put out the the uh capital testimonies Johnny's in the very very left with his head down. Poor guy was up <laughs> almost 24 hours. Right. Who's the left-handed man that's thinking? the left-handed man that was with his head down, you know? It's our boy Johnny. Part nerves, part Hey, Jeff is saying some good things. I'm going to take notes. Uh, yes. so I took a yes. lot of notes. All right. Copious. Copious amounts of notes. Copious amounts. Okay, so what we are going to be focusing on today uh, for this podcast, you may have seen it, from ashes to glory. Our church story, and I didn't do that on purpose. That sounds very epic. I didn't. I well, I didn't Dude. rhyme that on purpose. Right. From ashes to glory. to glory. Our church. The story ashes is, is metaphor. Glory is literal. Is that our? <laughs> there it is. Understanding. Rose out of the ashes, especially from, Johnny. Yeah. Out of all of us, still rising. Johnny, still, still, still rising. rising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, what do they say about year five? I, I actually don't know. It's my first time. <laughs> uh, well, particularly year five being surrounded by people that love you. Yeah. Being well, think being well established. Well. And I think one thing we can say is, is because it's given a number of people the opportunity to now uh, settle in and call Emmaus Road Reform Baptist Church, their home church. Um, we're able to see, I think, the fruits of discipleship. Oh, yeah. And, and it's happening and see I, I think strengthening of doctrinal unity so a couple Absolutely, of a couple man. things come to mind man all right so as we kick this off because we have a we have a very limited time actually we uh we'll probably only be able to go about 40 minutes or so today yeah how how uh, far is our 
20 minutes from here? 20. 20? Okay. About 20. Just want to be on time. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Especially since you're leading the study. Yeah. We need to be respectful true. of that, as we would with any of our guests. So today, uh, Ashes to Glory, our church story. A lot of people ask us, just uh, as I posted on the, um, the description, what's the story? Where'd you guys come from? Tell us about Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church and why Reformed Baptists, right? Wow. So what I think we're going to cover that in 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's pretty straightforward. So um, I'll start by sharing a little bit about my sort of coming from the outside in. Okay. Um, how did I get involved in this? I was a co-friend, uh, a friend we share, a common friend. Back from Texas, you were moving here from Texas, coming, um, transferring up here for work, yep. and he had reached out. Our mutual friend reached out to me this is five years ago. By the way, five years ago, yeah, he reached out to me and said, "Hey, Jeremy, I got a buddy moving up there. Make sure you show this guy around and take care of him." And you, you can you, the, the guy we're talking about. There's a video. Is that the it's, Nephilim it's the guy? Nephilim, this yeah. is the Nephilim dude. Josh that's, Wright. that's Josh Wright. Good friend. <laughs> a mutual friend. I've known Full him circle, for. Man. You know, I don't know. 13, 14 years, something like that. You know, you've known him for 20 plus years. Yep. It's pretty cool. You know, that worked out. So Very cool. Yeah. We meet very beginning. Uh, you guys have heard me say this before, but you know, within five minutes, I'm telling Jeremy, I'm like, man, have you been influenced by Greg Bonson? Do you know Greg Bonson? Dude? He's like, yes. <laughs> we locked arms and it was immediate like brotherhood. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, um, with, with that said, <clears throat> uh, at the time, uh, we were introduced, and and it, it was around that time you were you were church searching. Yep, which and is horrible. I was going to a local <laughs> mega church at the time. Uh, we will we will keep names out of this for now. <laughs> a local mega church. <laughs> a local mega church. Um, it was one of those multi-campus churches where the pastor. When we say pastor, I'm talking about teaching. You know, lead pastor teaching from one location, and it's being live stream broadcast to multiple locations. Campuses. Campuses. Yep. Sweet campuses. It's still that way. Um, matter of fact, I ran into Kevin Feldato yesterday. That's after Merrick's. keeping names out of this. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pastor Kevin, Kevin who? Jeremy? Kevin Feldato. Kevin. So, Wasn't true. He's a Hoodman? Jones. Woodman. Hoodman. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll just say it. Woodman. Um, <laughs> I said Hoodman. Man. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say it. I, yeah, you're right. You're like, I thought we were keeping names out of this. This is my bad, dude. <laughs> We'll go ahead and block this out of the podcast, too. But for those <laughs> those live streamers, dude, you heard it. You're getting it live here. Well, so I was actually being raised up uh, in Woodman to actually launch a Southern campus, so I don't think it's bad. I'm not going to say anything negative about them, although I disagree with the campus model. But I'll just keep it there. It was a lot for that reason. Actually, I think it's probably better that I share uh, sure. why, and we'll get into that. But yeah. um, I was struggling. I was uh, being raised up to help like launch the Southwest campus of, of yep. Woodman at the time we, you were at the time going to grace community. I was visiting, visiting. Yeah, so okay. At, during this time, you know, it's to be all just short on, on my part. Yep. So here I am spying out the land. I knew we were moving here, but you know, the, the church situation, I was very saddened about, you know, leaving, leaving a church we loved, you know, sovereign joy, which is now sovereign joy reformed Baptist church in, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. So left that church, member there for, you know, 10 years-ish. Um, 
you know, been through a lot with those people, watched the church split, go from a Calvinistic Baptist church to an actual confessional Reformed church. Came out here, you know, here I am Googling, you know, Reformed Baptist Church, Colorado Springs, and to my horror and dismay, nothing. I'm like, oh, so question is, okay, do I go to a, re, go to a uh, Reformed Presbyterian church or do I go to a Calvinistic Baptist church? I mean, these are my options. We all know the answer to that, Gregory. Yes. And so <laughs> I did visit. I did visit Reformed Presbyterian churches, mm-hmm. you know, but um, visited Grace Fellowship, which my main man over here, Johnny, was the senior pastor. We were senior pastor over there, bro. No, we, we, we didn't have that model. It, no. was, it was still... The intent was plurality of elders. I was I was what you would say just the primary teaching elder or pastor teacher. Right. The other. So pastor dude, Evan, teacher. Evan Collins, do you post up one one four, dude? There it is, bro. That's it, bro. Post that's up one one four. That's what I'm talking about. That's our click. There he is. That's our <laughs> click. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Oh, go dear, ahead. I didn't realize that there was clicks. We here. have clicks, dude. Or clicks here. It's true. Clica, clica. They say in Espanol. <laughs> right. So I mean, John, you know, uh, visited um, Grace Fellowship Church, which. Yeah, Jonathan was the main, you know, teaching elder, um, full-time, you know, ministry, or, or well, kind of, right? Yeah, so, part, I mean, yeah. You were, the, you were the main guy, right, as far as the teaching and, mm-hmm. and actual ministry, you know. So met him, um, you know, before, before I went to the church. I talked to him for probably an hour on the phone. Yes. Hey, man, bunch of questions. What do you remember from that, bro, with me, just that conversation? Oh, I, I mean, it was good things. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a couple long conversations, I think, Um you were asking me about a, a few things, but I think I think the thing that stood out. <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. Say um, it, dude. Okay, we'll say it. yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, you guys, if, you, if you've read our bios on the website, uh, it indicates that I have my MDiv from the Master Seminary in Southern yep. California. Great institution, <laughs> love it to death. Um, and and one thing that you asked me that stood out in our conversation was if I was a MacArthurite. Yeah. And and of course, I wasn't trying to be dirty. I, I I know I know, and we and we and, and we that, yeah. and we know what it means for, for and, our listeners here. Yeah, and I could I think I could even speak for John MacArthur and say he wouldn't want me being a MacArtherite. He would, right. He would, he would if he said if he preached something from the pulpit, he'd want you to be a Berean and check it out and not just blindly follow or subscribe to something that he says. So, right. So that was the, so I think it was you know there were good intentions, and of course I said no, and you asked me how. You know, in what way? And I said, well, here's kind of where I deviate. And then we got into a discussion about uh, eschatology, relationship between the church and Israel. And I was telling you kind of the direction I was headed doctrinally, um, the books that I had been reading, and kind of asking you, you know, is there there a name for this? You know, sort of a Calvinistic, (laughs) non-dispensational, covenantal type um, and, 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 you know, to that point, I wasn't even aware that there were, um, you know, that, that there was a split in covenant theology. I knew of covenant theology, yeah. but in terms of there being more, a more Presbyterian persuasion versus a more Baptistic persuasion, um, I wasn't fully aware of that at that point. Yeah. I think a couple of the major, major things too we talked about was membership, right? <coughs> yeah, Grace Fellowship, there wasn't really a solid membership at that point in time. Right, and membership, then, um, yeah. And uh, I was like, so where's your other elder at? Yeah, you know, in terms of, uh, you can move it away from me a little is bit. He covenantal like or is he, you know, you dispensational? Yeah. Like, uh, well, about that. Yeah, you know, um, very dispensational. I know that was a concern going in. Um, so for me, yeah, I met Jonathan. Really, I mean, you know, hit it off. You know, loved the guy. Right, as you can see, five years later, here we are. Here we are. Word. Right. Um, <laughs> we made it this far. I talked to a friend of mine who was a pastor at San Angelo Reformed Baptist Church out there. 
uh, Billy, you know, I remember talking with him and he goes, man, I'll never forget. He's like, that guy needs your support, man. Yeah. You know, really encouraged me, you know, and then, you know, Jonathan and I met, um, you know, Starbucks and we yeah. talked for, gosh, well, how was that four few hours. or five hours? It Something was a, like that. Yeah. It was a really long time. The faithful Starbucks talk. And at, and at the end, you remember what you told me the very end? Which stuck with me. I well, man, I told you lots of things, but one thing, one <laughs> thing, one thing I said, and I didn't want to say it, but at that point, see, see, Gregory came and visited, and I was at a very, uh, I was in a very bad spot <laughs> in terms of pastoral ministry and and things that were going on at Grace Fellowship. Um, uh, we had a lot of ins and outs, you know. Like I always say, ten people would come and join us, then eight people would leave, then it would be sixteen people would join, fourteen would leave. We were always on like a slight uptick, but we would the have fourteen whole, was one family. Yeah, we would have whole groups. <laughs> right. We would have whole groups leave within, you know, uh, usually several weeks or, or a month. But anyway, what I told you, I think at the end was, was that, uh, you know, it may not be a good fit. You told me that. Yep, and, 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 and I knew that. The and the other thing you told me, you said one thing I can tell you for sure is. You know, you will be, you will get taught the word, mm-hmm. and you'll be loved. You'll be loved. And you told me something to find that earlier too, which I thought was hilarious. Like, <laughs> man, you're like, I'm just dorky old Jonathan, man. Just like, I'm just trying Jonathan. to, <laughs> I'm just trying to survive. Yeah, man. <laughs> just trying to be, just trying, trying to, to preach be the word. Be fa- exactly. Be yeah. faithful to the to the church. And I was like, you know what? You know, I think we're, you know, knit at that point in time. Like, yeah, I think this is. This is where where I need to you know need to be, yeah. and my my concern coming in too was like I already had Reformed Baptist convictions. I'm like, look, look here, man. I'm like, I just one thing I do not want to happen is to be perceived as divisive and all that stuff whatsoever. Yeah. That is not my intent. But if people people are going to ask me where I'm at with things, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell them straight up, like, hey, I'm confessional. This is that. Yeah. This is kind of where I'm at, you know. Well, and people and people are going to have. I mean, per- perception can be the number one. Uh, enemy of unity because right. perceptions can be so <clears throat> can be so subjective people hear what they want to hear they're going to interpret what you say regardless of your intent um, so that makes things very difficult you know, a, a lot of there's a lot of cases where you just have to circle back around and uh, and clear things up but of course we've talked about the uh, you know the, a conversation dying the death of a thousand qualifications because you can't just say something because what you yeah. say is is usually going to be in, interpreted um, a, a, a way, and perhaps you did not, you did not intend, right? Um, and just, and just for the record, too, when it came to pastoring Grace Fellowship, even on paper, Grace Fellowship was not a dispensational church, right? I, I, I removed a lot of the dispensational language when we planted back in 2015, and the main reason was that I didn't want it to be a point of division. I did not want it to be a. Um, a, a reason that we did not admit people to membership. I didn't want it to be something that we demanded of people. You know, when you when you have right. a doctrinal statement, um, you know, you, of course, you want to have the non-negotiables of the faith in there. But, you know, most of the stuff you, you put in there, you, you want there to be strong agreement. And right. I just did not see, um, you know, believing in a pre-tribulational rapture followed by seven years of hell on earth, you know, followed by a literal thousand-year reign of Christ, followed by this and that. I, I did not see that as 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 necessary um, to doctrinal unity, nor did I see it as as uh, desirable. Right, I, that wasn't the point. Yeah. The point of the point of Grace Fellowship was was never to um, was never to be dispensational. Right? right, like we didn't want we didn't want the um, 
you know, the key doctrine of, 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 of our local body to be, oh, we're waiting for Jesus to come back. We want it to be more, more toward, more toward the, you know, gospel centrality, right? Right. Discipling, discipling people, preaching Christ, you know, teaching his commandments, um, great commission stuff. Yeah. And even though that vision was, I would say hazy, like, I mean, I can be honest here, there, there wasn't really a consolidated vision past that general desire just to, to keep it simple, right? Preach the word, love God's people. Um, yeah. and, and so I left, I left that out deliberately. We were premillennial. Um, but even right. even there, I wouldn't have demanded, um, you know, I wouldn't have demanded uh, agreement. Yeah, I caught it. you right. right at the time where you're like pre ah uh, pre ah uh, 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 like you're yeah. The, well, well, <laughs> well, co- well, co- uh, yeah. well, Baptist covenant theology. And now he's and now he's hey everybody, that post mill. He just came out of the closet. Came came out of his last Lord's Day. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Dude, we're all like, all I we're did, like, dude. Yeah. You're like, yes, dude. All I said, all I said was that oh, I you, favored you more the post millennial yeah. view of Second Peter three. That's that's where we are now. Yeah, that means that post mill hashtag. Yeah, basic, yeah. I mean, basically yes, but yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, as I said, <laughs> you kind of go, you go, you go where the text leads, and, and that's and that's where and that's where I am right now. Yeah. I, and and probably will stay there. Amen, bro. Yeah. But amen to that. Yeah, on that note, we have five people watching right now. I want to say a good shout out to uh, the king of the stellaritis and my precious up, wife brother? who's watching in the other room, making sure the kids aren't being loud. Yes. Thank you very much. Hey, anybody who else is watching, if you haven't yet, please like and subscribe. You subscribe, you'll be notified when we launch our stuff. We're going to actually drop a video on this note. So I did just upload the video today. Mm-hmm. It is currently processing. Up, uh, uploading to uh, 4K quality, mm-hmm. and uh, it will be the official video of our rally at the state capitol. So, guys, keep your eyes out for that. I think we're going to release it. Awesome. Friday, Mountain Standard Time, 5 p.m. Yep. So you got yeah. You have Jeremy speaking. He's gonna be the he's, a, he's the first one. Uh, Zach Conover, Jeff Durbin, Dave Williams, and the guy I forget his name every time. Don. Don, our boy yeah. Don. Yeah. That you always forget Don. Yes. Don, dude. D-O-N, Don. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. It's a must, guys. You guys need to see that. Yeah, definitely. So, so, so yeah. yeah that, that's I mean, we're still, we're, still in, we're still in 2017 at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, but but the major tipping point was was when, you know, even before you moved out to Colorado Springs. And I bought you some books. Yeah, you bought me some them, books. Did I send them book. to you to give them to you? Uh, no, you, you, you had them sent to me. The first was the, a Reformed Baptist Manifesto. Yeah, and, and that and that really explained concisely covenant theology and why you know that that continuity between the, the church in Israel, um, yeah, Barcelos and Waldron, I think, mm-hmm. and then of course Pascal Denal, um, yeah, read that one. Uh, I think the big turning point one uh, book was was Kingdom of God by Jeffrey Johnson. Okay, that, so if I can, was, uh, here's a perfect caveat. So <laughs> at this point, I'm not sure where I fall into the mix at this point, but you're I still hanging out at women. But bro. yeah, I was still. But he, so you're encouraging Perusing. me. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, uh, I had just met Jonathan, and it hasn't. Oh, I know. I know where the uh, context is, but just to kind of set things up, I'm also wrestling and going through some pretty tough theological issues at Woodman. Good point to bring. Yeah, good time to bring that up at the time. And so, what? Um, Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go for real it. Real quick, because yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jeremy and I are hanging out, and like, yeah, it's like one, two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Of course, everybody in the house goes goes to bed. We're still here. Jeremy's just we're, we're just talking, we're talking theology at yeah, all time. <laughs> this guy doesn't go to bed till four a.m. Anyways, <laughs> and uh, the next time I see Jeremy after that, I see his wife, and she goes, 
Greg. He needs this. He doesn't talk to anybody about these things. Like in his oh, church, dear. they they don't want to hear him. But yep. like, <laughs> I'm just cracking up. I'm like, I love these things. Yeah, yeah. I love talking yeah. theology. And I was so hungry for fellowship. I didn't really have it, which is a bummer. Yeah. And I was uh, in my had just wrapped up my first year at Moody, uh, doing a bachelor's of science in theological studies with a focus on Christian thought. And so, but you're now a graduate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praise God. Uh, spring of 2021, and um, with honors, by the way. Excuse me, uh, with honors, by the way. Top highest, of, highest in the uh, in the clan. Top of my class. Yeah, I got the Moody Alumni Scholarship for being the top two uh, in my class. Wasn't the Charles Ryrie Award and also the Ryrie? Nice, yeah, the a Charles <laughs> Ryrie Award. Yeah, for Dude. scholars. All the seven dispensations that he was there. <laughs> Dude, Dude. Ryrie would be rolling over it. in his grave if he knew I got that. <laughs> yeah. I had to read that book in seminary. Yeah. It's a good book, actually. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. Um, but it was so you tough. were wrestling between Presbyterianism, right? Yeah, well, okay, yeah. So we're going to get into that. This is Oh, yeah. So I, I just want to set things up. So I'm struggling and I'm wrestling through things. And my wife is funny. She says, you guys are going to have to do a part two to this. I, know, I was <laughs> just thinking that. I was just thinking that. What we can do is we can do a cliffhanger and then do this next week. Cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. We'll do a cliffhanger of like leading up to it. And then it's like the bomb. And then he had a vision of the Lord. And, and then done. Jonathan was in prayer if, on the Lord's yeah. day. Only, if, yeah, it was a... After I was, being boiled I, to death. I was in almost. the spirit on a lordy, lordy day. <laughs> yeah, but maybe we'll do that. That that I think that'll be helpful. Because in that way, we won't feel pressed to to get through the whole thing today. Yeah. Because a, a lot of this context leading up to it is really, it's, it's really important. good. Yeah. It's very yeah, there important. Is, there, is, there is a lot of lead up. I mean, a lot, a lot happened. A lot of things fell into place, um, you know, to where I came to the point where I thought, okay, this... You know, I did my research, my research too, and I and I did not find any um, Reformed Baptist churches out here because I did not want to be a redundant a redundant church. I think that was one of the issues of Grace Fellowship, and there's probably, yeah, I mean, there's obviously other issues, some of which were were you know uh, clearly on uh, you know clearly my fault, but <laughs> um, you know. Anyway, yeah. I was feeling you right. Oh, oh yeah. So, so I just no no. So, good, so, some of those issues were mine, but I think at the end, I, I I really I really didn't want to be a a a church where we were just again redundant. That there was there were lots of other churches you could say, even though yeah. we weren't a Bible church, nor did I want to be a Bible church. We were kind of identified as a Bible church. Um, right. Our doctrine looked a lot like a Bible church, and so that that's kind of how that, we were that's seen. what but, I noticed. But like, yeah, a lot and, of the and, members were definitely like. Their main teacher they listened to was MacArthur. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. had, for me, like in my background, it was the most I was ever surrounded by people who were, for lack of better words, not trying to use it in, in, a, in a bad way, but like a MacArthurites, mm-hmm. right? People that said, Johnny Mac holds this, I hold to this kind of thing. Like, Sure, yeah. sure. But I mean, on, on the not other to, hand, not to your bad, but I mean, no, no, kinda, but I mean, kind of what you get in a lot of Bible but, but, but churches. Yes. And, and also, if you are a master's grad, you're going to attract people who, who, who love John. And right. And like I said, that, that, that's okay. Um, as long as there, as long as there's flexibility and as long as I am able to, to be your pastor without, you know, everything that I am saying going through that, going through that filter. And that's with any, and that's yeah. with any teacher, you know, whether it's, whether it's MacArthur or Piper or Sproul or uh, any of the uh, number of reformed teachers that we 
we love and adore. You know, I think that's one of the pitfalls of, of, of some reform teaching or just expository teaching in general is that in both arenas, you have your superheroes, right? You have yeah. your guy, you, you, in a sense, you can, you can have a, a pastor or a scholar somewhere or a famous speaker and he sort of becomes your guru, right? That all things are filtered through him. And of course that can, which uh, is sad. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, cause, cause like I said, he, just, just like uh, Johnny Mac or any other of these teachers, they would not want you seeing them as that they would yeah. tell you, right. be a part of your local church, become a member, become involved, you know, how can you, how has the spirit equipped you to love and serve your people? And then, and then right. go and do that. It just, it, it, it makes it harder for, for you to shepherd people because I would say that's, that's the aspect I, I enjoy the most. I mean, think about it. Preaching, preaching sometimes is, is, that's the hard part, right? Yeah. We think that, oh, that's the, you know, that's the great pinnacle of the week. That's, that's the hardest part. Uh, my favorite part of, of pastoring is just being around church people. And incidentally, that's yeah. my favorite part is being a member of Emmaus Road. I like being around the, the people of the church. I, I like doing stuff like this. I like having people over. I like, you know, going over to right, people's right. houses and stuff like that. You mean just being a Christian? Yeah, just hanging, exactly. Dude. That's that's. Yeah, yeah. It sounds to me like Doing you just described being like a, a member of a <laughs> yes, and that's, local and that's, church and, and yeah. being a Christian. Yeah, and that, and and that wasn't always so. It used right. to kind of be, I would say, especially the first church I pastored. That was probably that, that was that was a little harder. Preaching preaching was the easy part. The people were difficult. Yeah, it's it's not it's not that the people were difficult. I think part of that could have just been. You know, g- g- giving the, giving them credit. You know, I think part of it could have just been ministry and maturity. I mean, I first became a pastor when I was thirty, and even now, I think, man, that is a that is a young age to become a pastor. You know, right. I, I, so I eleven years so, ago for you, right? Yeah, like I felt like I was well equipped. You know, uh, to 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 a degree, you, there are things you can only learn through experience, but. Uh, you know, just felt very uncomfortable in my own skin. You know, again, you, you 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 can point out certain things about the church where you're pastoring, but then a lot of those issues come back to you. You know, there are certain things about yourself that you have to you have to navigate, you have to deal with, you have to grow through and grow yeah. out of, in order to be a, a you know a, a better minister. Probably good learning experience for you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. it's great. It's great. Yeah. You know, I mean, nothing even cutting your teeth, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, Whitefield. Yeah, Whitefield. <laughs> Whitefield was difficult, but like you know it, and and yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, very terrible things happen, but it's like you're. I'm not going to look at that and say it tainted the whole situation. Yeah. And right. and and as hard as that is with Grace Fellowship, Grace Fellowship, that experience was it was even harder, but I say even then. There were there were some there was we, we knew some very dear people some good things came out of it, I think that that kind of adds to the bitter pill, is that there mm-hmm. were a lot of very wonderful people, uh, in my in my life and in my yeah. wife's life yeah that you know that that relationships that were just huge blessings and you know when I when I stepped out of that a lot of those most of those relationships in fact. Uh, fell apart. So that was that was really Which difficult. Is sad. Yeah, because the bonds we forged there were yeah. much stronger than, you know. Yeah, I'm just telling it like it is. I mean, they were much stronger yeah, than the ones formed. Yeah. Oh, no, bro, this is the so, truth room, dude. Yeah. So this is the lab. So, well, you know, you know, you it's don't the truth room. I, I don't. That's right. I don't. I just. I don't want to come across as taking cheap shots. Right. Yeah. No. You know, usually, usually, you know, fair, pastor, yeah. pastor, yeah. you know, you step down, you you get the heck out of Dodge, right? You just go to right. You go to Montana or Maine or something. <laughs> Which far is away strange. Right. It's possible. It yes. is strange. It's yeah, not right. That's really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Driscoll leaves Washington. Where does he go? He's a freaking pastor in Arizona now. You know? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Trinity something church, Trinity Bible Church, something like that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. A lot of a lot of yeah. things happen in Arizona. But Anyways, um but yeah, it was uh 
I don't. I haven't followed him ever. So. Nor have I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's why we stayed here because we still did recognize a need. This, I mean, even going back to Widefield, there was a, there was a very evident need of strong expository preaching. And so it's like, you know, my wife told me, well, we can either stay here and meet a need, or we can move and meet a need. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, can I speak to yes, that? Yes. Go ahead. So during this time, and you, you'll remember this. I went and visited a local church, local Presbyterian church, an RPCNA church called Springs Springs Reformed. Yeah, and uh, you know, sweet people there. You know, met both the both the pastors. Um, one of them was like a you know, straight up like old school Calvary guy. You know, like one mm-hmm. of us. You know, I think his name was Dave. If I remember right. Talking to him for a while, he's like, "Oh man," he goes, "You're a Reformed Baptist." He's like, <laughs> he's like, "We'd love to have you." He goes, "He's oh man, listen, if we're if we're consistent." You wouldn't be able to be a member here. I'm like, yeah, why not? He's like, because we'd have to discipline you. You wouldn't baptize your kids, yeah. man. I'm like, that's respectable. You are right, my friend. Yeah. I said, I can at least respect that yeah. compared to some PCA churches there and just, you know, come one, come all. You know, they don't care. Oh, you're a Baptist. Come on in. But yeah, if you read the Westminster Confession, a Baptist is completely inconsistent there. Anyway, so it was almost prophetic when I was talking to him. I mean, I'll never forget. He told me, he goes, he goes, Colorado Springs right. is right, right. dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you, and you <laughs> right told me that. You for told Reformed me that. Baptist yeah. Church. And I was like, <clears throat> wow. Because, I mean, yeah, here I am, you know. I'm experiencing the necessity of, of a Reformed Baptist Church here. Yeah. By virtue of, you know, coming and not being able to find a home and, you know, wrestling through these things and um, just, yeah. just praise God looking back now. When, like, when did you man, get here, Gregory, in 2017? Was that... Was that October? So, let's see. I feel like so, it was in the fall th- yeah, twenty seventeen. I, I I moved into my house on June first. Only person that came and helped me move in my house was Jerry <laughs> over here. This guy's helped me move. I don't know how many times now, Twice, bro. Twice yeah, yeah. Major moves. You owe me a move, dude. Yes. I owe you a few moves, yeah. bro. This guy, you should see this guy's garage with all this stuff. Yeah, this old car he has in there. Well, I'll yeah, help dude, you, bro. I get that. Dude. I don't know how I'll do it, but I'm we'll do it. Rebuild that thing, dude. One day we'll make it happen. You Hopefully, you don't technology. move, bro. You're my neighbor. I'm staying here, bro. If you move, you stay in the Gold Lord Hill, will have to, Gold Hills Mesa, dude. The the the, the Lord would have to actually <laughs> unroot me uh, from here. So if I can this interject here uh, for a brief moment. So now imagine, okay, you want to talk about like <clears throat> paths crossing? So move him in. We're starting to connect, picking each other's brains, right, and and starting to work through stuff. And at the same time, it's right when this is coming to a head mm-hmm. with Grace Fellowship. Okay, and so interesting time where I'm struggling and wrestling through things that are going on at Woodman in terms of just basic essential ecclesiology, like I talked about earlier for those who might have just joined us. I was struggling with the idea of campus churches. I was struggling with the idea of a distinction between elders and pastors. I was struggling with an idea of uh, a senior pastor who oversees all things. I was really struggling with the idea, even though I love Josh Lindstrom, love this man. I think he's an excellent teacher. I struggled with the idea there's a church of 8,000 plus people, multiple campuses, who are recruiting a pastor to come in and pastor this church, to pastor 8,000 people. Because there's nobody gifted out of 8,000 people, bro. At least not enough to like, but then you have, in front of them. Right. Well, then you have, like, and it was more of a <laughs> it's more oh of a gosh <laughs> look he's to to echo brother jonathan here i'm not trying to uh you know I, i'm not trying to poke at people right right i'm not and i'm not trying to make fun of them but I, I am saying that i really was struggling and wrestling and we were talking about this 
Jonathan and I were, were talking about this. And this, I actually met Jonathan at the evening when we did the Calvinist study. Yeah. We watched that movie, Calvin. Calvinist. Calvinist. Yeah. Calvinist. Yeah. Yeah. Les, Les Lampier. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, documentary, it's, yeah, it's a must. Yep. Definitely instrumental in helping my wife become a pipe hitting Calvinist, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was the, that was also the evening I met Mike, um, who, Graciously, while watching it with us, fell asleep. Oh yeah, and was snoring <laughs> out. On, dude. <laughs> he was just running it, bro. That guy was snoring so hard <laughs> in front of all these men. I'm like, "Is this guy, dude? Are you kidding me right now? What's going on here?" So oh, that's just Mike. Man. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. This is just how he does. Now, Mike uh, was Jonathan's co-elder. Yep. At mm-hmm. the previous church. So now imagine here. Here's pastor now starting to converge. And I, I look at this as a providential convergence. Right. Um, it's like Voltron, dude. It was, dude, it was the calling out of Voltron. Bro-tron. Yeah. Brotron. Brotron, dude. Yep. Brotron, dude. Coming together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And so, and to your point about like this need in Colorado Springs, I was actually teaching an evangelism course, but I was teaching presuppositional apologetics. Right. That was a, a legit course too, bro. You showed me. Yeah, as a, like, at a church dang. that did not embrace covenant theology, at a church that did not embrace really reformed theology, even though they may have been open to it um, somewhere. I, I actually had a lady, as I was teaching covenant theology, just trying to provide the groundwork for presuppositional apologetics, had a lady say, like, point at the at the dry erase board, crying saying, I've never heard anybody taught this before, like I was teaching heresy. <laughs> and left the classroom, dude. You're like Servetus, dude. What's Servetus doing in here, What is man? this guy teaching heresy? In the- <laughs> anyway, she left, and, and it was like, I was really, I was down. I was really struggling. Um, I had five people. I'll never forget you tell me that. 8,000 people show up, you know, and I want I really want to reach our city. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it was super discouraging. And when you heard... The things that I was teaching, I was kind of sharing the outline with you and, and then had a chance to, I see Jonathan just slope shoulders, bro, melancholy, dude, just wanting to, <laughs> he just wants to serve a church, just wants to love on a church, bro, just wants to, he wants to serve and have people capacity. love him. Right? Yes. And reciprocally. Re- reciprocally. I think, Recipro- I think you were on the right track. Reciprocate. Yeah. yeah. The reciprocate right the love. Yeah. 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 But that, that he, I, and I, we, we immediately bonded because I'm like, I, I feel the same thing too, man. Like I'm really struggling too. This is frustrating. I just want to pour into the body of Christ. I just want to yeah. nourish it. I, I, I really do. And I, and I, you know, this endless energy that the Lord has given me uh, to be able to pour over the books and, and have that desire to and, and really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's laborious, right? right? It's fun. And I love digging into new topics, and I love wrestling with stuff, but I mostly want to get out there and engage with people with the gospel. Well, they, they, they had the attitude, and this is kind of where we'll start to speak of the the great convergence. This is where we are getting closer. And then the great divergence. And then the great, well, <laughs> and all convergence the came from divergence. Yes, right? yes, indeed. Yeah, and so when you think about, okay, at the time, this is when we started doing, we were going to launch the Southwest Campus, I'm part of this core group, and they and uh, Kevin, who I mentioned, he was really excited to share with me. It was a pretty poor start of like just a, just 500 people or something. They were like actually that. concerned that they wouldn't have a. <laughs> I mean, you shared that with me. I about lost my mind. It's like 500, bro. Are you kidding me? Okay, what, what Greg's what Greg's referring to is that 
what, what they broke the numbers down. They're like, I, I go, so what kind of group of people are we looking at to get this thing started? You know? And they're like, well, you know, we, we would be concerned, but if it, we at least had about four to 500 people go, we'd be, we'd be good to go. And I'm like, that's you, a lot of people. You, dude. Like 50, <laughs> that's 40, we're, 50. We're, yeah. We've been averaging about 40, 50, you know, we've, we've hit the hundreds. I counted 70 plus this week and we had a lot mm-hmm. out sick. Sure. So, you know, anyway, um, when you think of that, you're like, oh my gosh, like, and, and they have one pastor, That's you guys, insane. they call him a campus pastor. And then the main teacher actually teacher teaches from the main campus and they live stream broadcast it across the other campuses. Mm-hmm. And so this, what is this camp? Basically this campus pastor is not really pastoring. He's administrating. Right. Yeah. And he's right. not even necessarily part of the board of elders. And like, so I have an elder in my community group. I won't mention names there. And they present, Kevin comes to me and he approaches me. He's like, he's really excited. He, he has this desire to reach the lost. Like he wants to, you know, um, he's more definitely an evidential classical form of apologetics uh, approach. Mm-hmm. And, but though he presents to me this book by Andy Stanley. And I had no idea who Andy Stanley was. It was my first time. And now meanwhile, okay, I'm at Moody conservative school but they're dispensational right mm. for the most part there's a lot of reform teachers there uh come to find out after the fact so i thought you're dispensational I'm like hold on bro you're yeah yeah dispensational you're going to moody i'm like well uh, <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> but man i tell you what i'm very blessed by my studies there and guys uh, as of the time i went and i'm sure now great school fantastic school highly encourage you to go i mean for a bachelor's degree awesome school they have a lot of really great a lot stuff. Of reform teachers too awesome right? Oh, yeah. Bro, it was great. I had a wonderful experience there. And you yeah. know me. It's like, you guys know the rigors of the studies. We do. I mean, it's, it's tough. Come on, bro. I mean, of course. But the thing is, I was able to interject with Reformed Theology. And what I found, instead of high resistance, which is what I expected, I actually found a lot of, like, open embrace. Like, they were really excited. And they actually really appreciated what I brought to the table. Good. So it's it wasn't, awesome. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't something I didn't experience a lot of resistance as much as I anticipated. Um, and wonderful, wonderful experience. And bro, rigorous, rigorous studies. Oh my gosh. One of the hardest things I've ever done. Like it was really tough. And that says a lot. Reading some like Derrida, right? Or... Jacques Derrida, dude. <laughs> Jacques Derrida. Oh, I'll never forget Johnny like, oh man. I just want to slam my head against him. Every time, every time I read him, <laughs> any of those guy? guys, dude, just de- <laughs> bother deconstruction. Der- Derrida and all the, like, yeah, oh, man. yeah. anything. Now, honestly, like it, it wouldn't, if I, if I could go back in time now. Uh, would not be my first choice, but I was already sure. in the program as my convictions were changing. So I think that's an important aspect to the context of the yeah, conversions. Okay? Of course. And uh, we'll probably let's give ourselves 15 more minutes. 20. That way we could do a perfect mm-hmm. 20. Okay. That way. Okay. What I want to set up for you guys so you can see this, the, the convergence fallout. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I can call it that. Okay. What happened? What led up to this great event of all these people coming together? And starting what we call today Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church. Because we get this question all the time. And so I, I'm coming up to the point. Now I get this, I get this, uh, I forgot what even it was. I hated this study so much. Andy Stanley's, uh, <laughs> what was it? Something on evangelism and apologetics, right? It was. But, it, but okay, so it was, it was one of those. Highly ev- evidential. No. No. No, no. It was seeker-friendly, basically what I call the mousetrap form of evangelism. Okay. It, it, that's what it is. It's the bait and switch. It's, hey, we look a lot like, right, 
you know, like we're just trying to make you feel welcome and stuff. Like come into our coffee bar. Yeah, come welcome. We had a burger joint, yes. like Boots says. Yeah, we have a burger an joint. An airport here. hanger, dude, with a burger <laughs> joint. An airport the place hanger. to get your Sounds, haircut. You can buy, you can buy your like shoes the, over I here. I like the burger <laughs> joint too. It's a great idea. <laughs> All right, we but have a Taco Temple, but we got, we got some sweet shirts over here you can buy. This out, dude. Yeah, we got our own gear, a bro. Gym. We got a merch store. Yeah, yeah. merch <laughs> store. Dude, everything you could ever want, your hearts <laughs> and desires right. here in this sweet building, this campus, dude. And I will make fun of them. Here's why. The reason why is it is it this? It's this idea that the way you win the loss <clears throat> is you try to be as welcoming as you possibly can. Now, again, may I stress, I am not opposed to hospitality. Sure. I am a brewer by trade. I love community, dude. I love building community. Have some barbecues. You guys know me. We get the people over here, dude. We love them hard. Mm-hmm. But, but we're calling stuff out from oh, yeah. the outset. We're not playing games and messing around, dude. I can attest to that. You even have the gays over, man. Like, you got them over here, Jeremy's bro. Jeremy's got the beers, and I've, and, I've, and I've heard Jeremy being straight up just... just Punk those guys, Even dude. with the gays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I love you. You're an image bearer of God. But, bro, homosexuality, that's a sin. Right. You're going to go to hell. Like, they're like, ah, man, oh. this guy, he has good beer. Yeah. But he has great beer. <laughs> he's hard to cancel. Yeah, he's hard to cancel. <laughs> I love his attitude, him. bro. This guy works hard. Loves and his you, kids. And you stop brewing. And they canceled you. And they all canceled yeah. me, bro. This guy's not hanging out with me anymore, dude. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to restart that again. But the point is, is that... And that's actually where we met. I was brewing at Trinity Brewing Company here in uh, Colorado Springs off Garden of the Gods. Yep. Multi-award winning brewery. I was a, a assistant brewer to a master who has since gone on to open up another brewery and win tons of awards. A and sensei. He's now here. He, he was a sensei my sensei. Yeah, and, yeah. and what's funny is he's part Chinese. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Richard. works. Yeah, Richard. Richard Marr. Yeah. Good dude. That was the place where we met and where I, first, where I had my very first sour yeah. By the way, and sour is amazing, and delicious. Ever since, I'm, I'm 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 apparently a sour guy. You're a sour guy, dude. <clears throat> so I I say that okay. Uh, what happened as we are going through this? I'm getting challenged with this Andy Stanley study, and I already committed. I said I will go to this study for eight weeks. My wife. Important. This is a very important aspect of this whole conversion. Drop the bomb, dude. My wife came to me, and she's like, babe, did you read chapter one? Have you seen the video yet? And I'm like, no, 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 no. What's going on? And she's like, oh, it's starting point. The name of the book is starting point. Okay? Remember that. You guys go out. That book is amazing for starting fires with, dude. You want to tear it out, bro, page by page, to start your fires with it. Excellent. It was where he talks about being unhitched from the Old Testament is where he he talks about uh, the Bible being a house of cards and all these other horrible things, right? And you're like, this man is denying the Genesis account as an actual historical story, like a narrative that we need to understand that sets the foundation for the rest of Scripture. Mm -hmm. All these things. We don't know about all that stuff. And he studied under some pretty big names. Come to find out. And we'll go into those right now. But I'm, I had no idea who this is, and I'm reading, and I'm like, and my wife's, like, theological red flag fire alarms are going off. Nice. She's freaking out. She calls other friends who are part of this core group. She's like, you guys studying this, too? And they're like, yeah, we, we, we got some questions. And she's like, Jeremy and I are about to, like, drop a nuke in this study. Heck, yeah. Okay, 
by the third week or so, I think it was third, I had 23 pages of refutations of starting point. And I didn't and even go through it to the, to the wall, right? Of the <laughs> South, South Woodman Church. The 20, the 20 <laughs> South pieces. Church. I reached out to Kevin. I'm like, hey, bro, like, I, I'm not, I'm really struggling with this, man. I don't want to cause division or anything. I don't want to be that guy who's like, you know, angry dude in the Bible study who's everybody's yeah. like, oh, dude. You're not trying to be divisive. Why is this guy always causing problems? Yeah. It wasn't that. I'm just like, guys, I am really struggling with this. I pull an elder aside who we were doing at the, the study at, at, at his house. You know, in his office privately, he said, hey, man, like, you need to bring this to the Board of Elders. This is not even in alignment with our statement of faith. His response, and I quote, oh, man, that's great. Yeah, no, I'm glad you recognize that. It's a good thing that we have you here in the group. (laughs) So we're going to keep reading this thing? Uh, uh, Wait. (laughs) Not only that, but it's like, you're not concerned about anything? Did you read my 23 pages? I haven't given him that. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, you haven't, you're not concerned about anything? He goes, no, man, you know you know how the Lord uses people, you know, he's from a more spiritual standpoint, how the Lord uses people to kind of stir things up. And you're like, nah, bro. No? Get out of here. You're an elder. Yeah, yeah. You're, you should be qualified to teach, to guard the flock against heresy, man. That is your role. First Timothy, t- Titus, this this is the qualification of an elder. Right. I'm coming to you because I'm concerned. What is there, your thought? There, there's a wolf in the flock, man. Do what is not, your thought? Do you not see this? Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, man, you know, we'll have to just keep working through it. And I'm really glad, you know, that you come to recognize some of these things. I'm glad you're stirring things up. It's not stirring things up. I have, there. there's major problems. Major. And what is it? It's let's win people in so we yeah. can kind of close the door behind them and win them through love. But we're not going to harshly deal with the things that are most important. And we're going to disconnect ourselves from the old covenant altogether when it comes to biblical testimony and what is continuous for today. Yeah. I'm bro. Insane. Lost it. So I'm I'm venting these things to Greg. We were at so yeah, so just a little background there. Yeah. We met at a local brewery called Cer- Cerberus, right? Cerberus, yeah. Yeah. One only time I've ever been there. Yeah. Great. Say it yeah. too, dude. What's that? You're going to say it, aren't you? What? You brought this up on purpose. No. No, no, no. The world... Don't do it, Gregory. Yeah. Amazing. It's an Don't amazing do it. IPA. You can't, there. dude. You can't. <laughs> Can I bring it up? That's fine. I know, I know what you're thinking. I wasn't even thinking that until like, you thought gosh, that. Gosh dang it, dude. This now guy, every chance it, he now gets. And I can't dude. get it out of my mind. Okay. <laughs> so we're meeting there. Jeremy shows me his 23 pages, and I'm like, dude. I'm like, bro. You need to, my, my words were like, you need to head for the hills, bro. Like, get out of there, dude. That ship is going down, and there's nothing that you can do to change the you're not turn- direction. You're well, not- you said that. You said, you're not turning the direction of that ship, Jeremy. Yeah. That thing has charted its course, and it's going. It's gone. It's still yeah, going. Yeah. It's still going. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, you've been long gone from there, and it's still yeah. going the same still direction. Go- well, it gotten worse. Yeah. They actually completely got rid of membership and brought all kinds of women leaders in the, in the church. And, yeah, yeah. How'd you feel like after that meeting, after you and I met, you walked out, what are you thinking as you, as you got into the passenger side of your, of your car? <laughs> That's what you <laughs> I knew you were going to say I that. took a picture of him, you know, hey, cause I'm a good friend. Hey, wait, wait, what are you doing, bro? I'm, hey, I have to get into the bro? passenger side of my Jeep <laughs> because I have a Jeep, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, <laughs> I had to get two brand new doors while I had to go to a, a yard for it. Yeah. To, that jeep is solid dude crushing it in the snow oh yeah bro took you yeah went to the store i'm like man this thing's no better no better ride in the snow oh yeah guarantee it 
but it, so it has sagging doors and my my driver's side door was locked basically and if i opened up the thing would have fallen off <laughs> right off the welds <laughs> <laughs> so i had to get in through the passenger side greg's like hey bro what are you doing and he's taking pictures of me dude, getting it. Of course you were. It's because I'm a good friend. Because he's a homie. Greg takes pictures. That's you should, you know, you, should we just be the deacon of history? Instead of obscure. <laughs> what is, I mean, what what is obscure about you, Gregory? That's right. You should That's just be true, the church bro. historian. Not, not much. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was an interesting meeting. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting. <laughs> so, okay. So uh, getting back to... Um, when you shared that with me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have committed like 10 years, years here. Yeah. 10. And I'm being raised up time, in leadership. Man. I had gone through a really tough time and <clears throat> they were an instrumental part of like really, really restoring me back in the faith. In a lot of sense, I, I never like, I, I don't want to come across as though I like departed from the faith, yeah. but I was really wrestling. Like I'm just battling with sin and I just, uh. I had gone the way of um, manna, right? I was more concerned about money uh, and success than I was about really what the Lord had called me into, like mm-hmm. really giving me the desires of my heart to to want to study theology and want to really pour into the church. And I, I basically completely withdrew from the church. I, I basically lost trust in leaders. I, I, that's a whole different conversation because of a, a, a past experience in the church. And um, yeah, they were the ones that really were instrumental in restoring me to that. They actually mm-hmm. encouraged me to start a, a community group um, because that's, I mean, I was all about like being with people. You know, I just, I, I wanted to be with people and yeah. love people. I care about people uh, fiercely, as we all know. I'm, I get my nickname, The Rod, for that reason. Right. Um, oh yeah, man. Yeah, you're the rod, Jeremy. All dude. You're all you're doing is just going disciplining people, man. Why, yeah. <laughs> where's where's your love, Jeremy? <laughs> my my the the rod is is a format. Where, of my where's love. your love, Jeremy? Extension of my extension of my love, <laughs> dude. It's not very loving. Um, no, it's because uh, I recognize my need for it. I recognize my need for discipline and um, correction, and, and I see Scripture doing that constantly. And so, all that to say. There, there came a head. There came a point where I'm like, man, I'm being challenged by you. I just met Jonathan. We did the Calvinist study together. I'm like, man. And it was, uh, I had gar- I, I'd already committed to those eight weeks. It was like at yeah. week six-ish. And this is right when you guys were starting to encourage the confession. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what, uh, in, in 2017, I talked to Greg in about like February, the beginning of the year. And then you sent <clears> me those <throat> books. So by the time you had come out here. I had read them and kind of formalized. Okay, this is what I believe now. I've been I've been studying this for three to four years, so it's time to land the plane. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. We got something controversial here, dude. I, I want to disagree with you, uh, Mike Duncan. Disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, my Jeep will Toyota smoke your Toyota four by four. Oh man, nineteen ninety six Jeep Grand Cher- Jeep Grand Cherokee. I will pin it. To your Toyota 4x4 any day. <laughs> and Evan is right 100%. Do not wander amongst the tombs. Go ahead, Johnny. That's, yeah, that's, that's my, my counsel <laughs> with Evan all the time. amongst the tombs. Yeah. <laughs> he did my counsel, that's bro. Like, hey, but where you been at, man? Wandering amongst the tombs, homie? <laughs> you come back to the flock, man. Yeah. And Evan, so glad, brother. We, we love you, man. <laughs> Mike says, challenge accepted, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll have to wait until wintertime to figure that out, won't we? 
And I'm going to add here too, back to what back to what you were saying, Johnny, just real quick. Like something I've I've, I've recognized early on about both Jonathan and Jeremy is that these guys will study their faces off and they'll become subject matter experts in a very short period of time. You know, try to um, so try. At least when, it's in here. Sometimes when you got the books, you know, right. from, from you, <laughs> exactly. the things you've shared with me, I'm like, man, this guy really needs this stuff. Like, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. And then, yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 well. The, tra- uh, the, the tracks were already greased. You know, we mentioned those three authors, but man, uh, a guy who is really instrumental in, in me coming around to a more, I guess, covenantal view of the scriptures was Sam Storms. Mm. You know, our, mm-hmm. our continuationist RB bro. I love Sam Storms. Never met him in person, but I've emailed him a couple of times and he'll respond. Um, great guy. Uh, Kingdom Come, which is a, actually a book on amillennialism. But I would say his case for, for a continuity between Israel and the church, the church as the true Israel, I, I mean, his work is so thorough, yeah. so convincing. Um, he wrestles with some really tough stuff, and, and I think having read his few chapters on that was, was really helpful. So by the time I, uh, I cool. had the stuff that Greg sent me in my lap, it, mm-hmm. made, it, it made more sense because I wasn't working with brand new material in terms of, you know, like I wasn't familiar, like, as if I wasn't familiar at all with it. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think, I think Jeff a lot Johnson's of, Yeah. Jeff too. Johnson, I think was, that was the one that really, yeah. that was the clincher right there when yeah. he explains the covenants, um, <clears throat> especially yeah. the Abrahamic covenant. So yeah. yeah, I think once I read that, I, it was sort of like a, in my mind, at least it was, okay, this is, this is what I believe. Um, and this is what I am going to be teaching, so I might as well inform the church so that they know what I'm, you know, sort of the substance uh, yeah. of, of what I of what I am teaching, because some stuff might start sounding different. And you know, I think, you know, I, I wanted to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to sneak it in. I wanted to be very clear, but I also didn't want to bring up things of that nature, like especially covenant theology, confessionalism, until I was convinced. So I studied on the side pretty quietly yeah, because I wanted to make sure of it. I, I didn't want to bring things in incrementally and, and somehow, you know, inadvertently sow division. So I, I, I looked into it for a long time. Even before Grace Fellowship was planted, I was already sort of starting to, mm-hmm. to dabble. You know, that's how yeah. it starts, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And, I, and to share a little bit about myself, too, I came through the Francis Schaeffer route. So I was really studying the Libri, yeah, yeah boy, Libri Idea Insti- you know, uh, library, Libri yep. Idea library, and um, I, I really was blown away by uh, Francis Schaeffer's uh, evangelistic modality, like the way he addressed people. He is standing firmly on Scripture, even though now, after studying for some time, I would disagree with some of that, and there's some inconsistencies that I found in his works, but I've, I've studied a good majority of his works. Um, the God who is not, you know, the God who is there and is not silent. The God who is there. Um, how shall we then, how shall we then live Christian manifesto, uh, and so on. And so I would say, you know, there's the, 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 what ended up happening is I heard him and I'm like, man, that is different from what I've ever heard. And the how shall we then live was very pivotal in that. And then it was during this time, right around this period, when um, I was actually engaging with someone on Facebook. And 
it was on Mark Spence's, uh, a friend of mine, Mark Spence from Living Waters, if you guys are familiar with them. Um, he was my pastor. He discipled me. And he, and so did EZ. Uh, Ray Comfort's Chapel Saving Grace. Yeah, Ray Comfort's brother, uh, son, brother, son-in-law. And he, they, they basically really poured into me. Now they are both, uh, EZ, I believe, is the president of Living Waters. Mark Spence is the VP of Outreach for Living Waters. These guys were all very influential in this. I saw someone, I'm, I'm like just trying to re-engage, just trying to get back involved in evangelism again. And Really quick, bro. I need to pack it up, get over there. Yeah, no, we're going to close it out right now. Oh. Five minutes, four minutes, okay? Um, we're. I was involved in... Um, I was I was engaging with someone on a Facebook page on Mark Smith's post, and it was an atheist. And he, as I was talking to him, I private messaged him. Right, I didn't want to blow him out. Mm-hmm. He invite he ended up having a radio show out of Florida or whatever it was, this Miami Skeptics show. He calls me on, and I'm like, oh my gosh, bro, I haven't done. And then I'm going to be on this radio show. He so he interviews me for like three hours. This guy just punks me, dude. Punks me. I was so ashamed of myself. Right, because I came from that evidential. What year class. was this? This was 2014 or 15. Okay. Yeah, he just punks me, dude. I'm ashamed, and it was right at that time when Josh Wright, our mutual friend, the one that connected us, says, "Hey, man, have you heard of Greg Bonson?" No. <clears throat> and bro, study it. And it was there where I I noticed the connection between Francis Schaefer it was Van Til, and I started studying Bonson. John Frame, and others, and here are all these amazing Reformed theologians, and obviously it branches off from there. Mm -hmm. And that is, so Mark Spence, I'm going to call him out right now, live stream, he told me uh, when he was my pastor, he said, bro, never, he goes, don't study Calvin, it'll stumble your walk with Jesus. (laughs) Mark Spence and Easy, they're both, they're both, uh, that's okay, we forgive you. They're both Reformed Baptists now. Mark and Easy are both, yeah. Uh, so with that said, I'll say this. Um, two minutes. Here we are now. We're, we're, I'm setting all these reform guys. I am in you know full-fledged in my degree. I'm really worried about what's happening at Moody. You're starting to come around in your convictions. Things are starting to change and flux at uh, Grace Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, we'll actually leave it right here. This is the very head upon which... Everything changes. Yes. It is when it is it is the nuclear bomb <laughs> which nuclear. which creates the ashes from which Emmaus Road arises. So uh with that said, is there anything else you guys want to share uh last minute here? I mean, I came into this sort of assuming there would be a part two. You know. Well that's good. Story time is story time is fun. We're glad oh, you yeah. want to do part two, Johnny. We're glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could be here more often. Yeah, this is this is really important stuff. I mean, as far as yeah, how we can't how we've come together. So this, I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to do this with mm-hmm. the equipment we have, because you know this goes on our site. People can come and go, mm-hmm. okay, and they'll know exactly where we're coming from. Yeah, you know, because it, it's so a cool. huge question that's asked often. Is like, what, what, why, why Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church? Like, why, why did you guys decide to do Emmaus Road? Where, where did you guys come from, and why Reformed Baptists? Right. Yeah, next time. Next time. Next time. So with that said, uh, like we and will subscribe. Like, if you have go. what's go wrong again. with you? Here we go, dude. Why are you in sin? Like and subscribe. Yeah. Well, not like and subscribe. Uh, you need to do that. 
Wait, oh, Mike wants to know when we get the Custer County plant. Maybe we'll talk about that on the next episode. So we're going to have Jonathan. This is Jonathan again. Guys, this is Jonathan Goodman. This is my co-elder and pastor. We uh, co-eld together. We are the Eldar. We are Mar- together. We are the Eldar. We are the Eldar. We are one. At Amaris Road Reformed Baptist Church. Greg Dix Elder's is gonna a deacon. Eld. Elder's yeah. going to eld. Deacon's going to deke. Deacon's going to deke. Pagan's going to peg, dude. Gay's going to gay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I know they say that. Sorry, guys. That's uh, great, dude. I yeah, appreciate that. Real. Yeah, anyway. So, with that's where said, it came from, actually. Is, yeah. <sighs> so, <laughs> anyway. Hey, no, aside from uh, uh, some beers, a cigar, and a fire pit, dude, this is this is what uh, life at a main store looks like. Well, I think we need to smoke in your room. I'm going to talk no. to your wife about that. And I won't allow that. Yeah. I won't allow that. Oh, man. No little oh, fire in here, bro? I smell this not for <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do it in my house, Alrighty. but, you know. That's funny. Just kidding. Anyway, so, hey, guys, we appreciate you guys joining us. Um, thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next coming. week. Part two next next week, we'll, we'll actually discuss what was the great nuclear bomb that went off. Mm-hmm. From what ashes have we arisen? And why are we Emmaus Road Reformed Baptist Church? Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining love us, you guys. John. Peace. All right. Love you guys. See you guys See next time.